So if you're planning on running a business for more than you know five or ten years, you probably want to learn how to rock the millennials. And by the way, the, the Silicon Valley guys, like millennials are their secret weapons. It's been said that millennials are too lazy to even eat cereal. Yet Christian Cotaccini says they are better than other generations and are your key to a self-managing company. Remember to subscribe to Genius Network so you don't miss a future episode. Visit GeniusNetwork.com forward slash subscribe for more. A 2017 uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers survey of CEOs found that their top concern was innovation. The second top concern was millennials, how to understand them and manage them. Millennials, just in case you don't know, are ages 18 to 33 years old. How many of you work with uh, millennials? I don't, well, I, I do, I work with quite a few. Based on research, millennials face an epidemic of criticism and negativity, and many business owners struggle with how to manage them. But one person has cracked the code, and I've asked him to share that today. His name is Christian Cotaccini. Christian is the co-founder and CEO of HeroX, the world's problem-solving platform. HeroX has amassed a crowd of over one million millennials, and he has cracked the code of creating a self-managing company full of millennials, where his biggest problems managing is how they work to, is how they work too hard. Christian also has two millennial boys who he's raised and lives with. Christian's talk is cracking the millennial code. Please welcome Christian Cotaccini. Tear it up. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right. How's everybody doing? Good. Well, I decided to take Joel's advice and warn you in advance um, that most of you are going to get offended at some point with my stereotyping of your generations. Um, I have a talk about demographics. Pretty exciting, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 50 slides. I'm going to do 50 slides in 10 minutes about demographics. So get ready. So to kick things off, I'd like to find out who here is a boomer. Is that patronizing enough for you guys? Boomers, okay. All right, the boomers. So that's, that's born before 65. Yeah, great. And after World War II. So Joel, I think you squeeze in, right? Are you, are you 46 or 45 born? Thank uh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how about Xers? Who's, in, who's a Gen Xer? So that's up to, uh, up to about 80. So just in the 70s, late 60s. Okay, hold, hands up again. Okay, great, thanks. And how many millennials do we have? All right, great. Alea, you can put your hand up. You're an honorary millennial. Right, so uh, my story starts with um, uh, starting HeroX. So HeroX has been an awesome journey for me. It's a crowdsourcing platform. We engage with millennials, and we've gotten really good at figuring that out. But it actually started with this. So this is what boomers like to give you when you sell your company. It's called the Tombstone. Anybody know, anybody know what a tombstone is? All right, great. And then it gives you what boomers would call independent wealth or financial independence, right? But that's not what the Xers call it. The Xers call it <laughs> fuck you money. Because I'm a card-carrying Gen Xer, right? So we've been um, you know, hiding, fighting in the shadows of the boomers, kind of like how the, the rodents you know, during the dinosaur era you know, we're kind of fighting and, you know, clawing for survival. The mammals, I guess you could say. So after I um, sold my company and had my money, and I started uh, HeroX, and I decided I was going to grab lunch with, I'm going to call him Mr. Happy. 
He's a boomer friend of mine, one of the most positive guys I know. Um, always love having lunch with him. He runs an 80, um, 80 outlet retail store, and he's been doing really well. So we talked about his business and how it was doing. We talked about his family, talked about his cholesterol levels. Boomers, by the way, they like to talk about their cholesterol levels. So <laughs> Xers, if you want to engage with the boomers. And then his uh, face got all uh, kind of uh, wrinkly and, and angry. And I don't know if the, so millennials, have you noticed that old people get, do angry much better than young people? <laughs> it's because they got all that extra character they can channel on their face. Yeah. So his face kind of wrinkled up and, and he got all angry. And I was like, and then he, he was like, fuck. You know, these millennials, how do I manage them, Right. And he talked to me about how they were entitled and how they were lazy. In fact, they were too lazy to eat cereal. <laughs> and that was hurting his business. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, okay. They're obsessed with fashion. They're rude. They disrespect authority. And he was like, I don't want to hire them anymore. I'm done. I'm done with millennials. Okay? And um, he was trying to figure out how to handle them. And he's told me, here's what he told me. He goes, here's what they don't get. Here's what the millennials don't get. That opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed like overalls and looks like, looks like work. That's exactly what he told me. And, you know, I can kind of agree. But um, I was really surprised, so... How did Mr. Happy become Mr. Angry? Really surprised me. So, you know, I said, okay, I'm going to go figure it out. So I go to where you go to figure things out nowadays, right? Typed in what he said. And sure enough, you know, started seeing all this stuff. You know, that millennials don't buy. They're hurting the economy. The recession's happening because of them, by the way. Um, there's, the, they, there's lists of the worst millennials out there year by year. Okay, yeah, they're, they're there. They, they're even responsible for the election. Right? So I was like shocked at all this negativity because I'd never really noticed. And I thought about it a bit more and I went, yeah, yeah. People have their hate on for millennials. I couldn't figure it out. And then I ran into this quote, and this changed my way of thinking a lot. This quote right here. So my question for you guys is, who said this? Any guesses? Somebody from 100 years ago. Plato. Plato said it. Close. Abraham Lincoln. Socrates. And I read this quote and I went, wow, it really describes the millennials, right? Right? And then I kind of realized, I think there's a pattern here. I think it's not just about the millennials being a really, really bad generation that was raised poorly by the Gen Xers because it's all everything's always our fault at least until the Millennials came along um, to be the new scapegoats and so I thought about it and I said okay well let me think about these Millennials a bit more and I started noticing um, doing looking at the data and the research that they're actually like a big thing and they're actually doing really well in many ways that as business owners we need to understand, right? So first off, they've just become the largest element of the job market. Okay, really important. 
And it's not looking so well for the boomers. Sorry, guys. So if you're planning on running a business for more than you know five or ten years, you probably want to learn how to rock the millennials. And by the way, the, the Silicon Valley guys, like millennials are their secret weapons. In fact, so much so that there's you know, the big movement in Silicon Valley is, you know, ageism, where these employers, you know, are hiring too many young people and pissing off some of the older people because they don't feel like they're getting the opportunities. Millennials are the most educated generation. It's probably not a surprise for you guys. Um, they're the worst paid by almost every metric. And here's an interesting fact, and this is a fact. This has come out of many studies. They're the hardest working generation. Age adjusted, they work harder than the boomers worked when you guys were as old as they are. Uh-huh, it's true. They work harder than you guys. And they work harder than the Xers. And, um, and they're, you know, largely okay with that, believe it or not. And um, they're starting to produce a lot of income. And they're soon going to cross over the, even the Gen Xers in, in about uh, four or five years to become the largest income-producing generation. So then the question is, why don't they want to work for you? Why aren't they engaged with your organization? And the answer that I've come up with is they're just not that into what you're into, right? So I talk to a lot of CEOs. I've done this presentation a lot of times. And um, I hear all the different versions of stories about, you know, they're, they have a sense of entitlement and et cetera, et cetera. Well, you know what? They get that the model that you're used to, the corporate ladder, it's, it's gone, right? Pensions, working hard for the same company, right, up the corporate ladder. By the way, something invented after World War II called the, bound, the bounded career, to, to stop people, stop your A players from leaving. They created this bounded career. Economists did this. And they put a big carrot at the end of the, of the ladder. And so you work hard, you sacrifice, maybe a little bit underpaid compared to what you could get somewhere else, and you get all these rewards at the end. They know that's gone. They know that's gone. Now, I'm a Gen Xer, and... Gen Xers are kind of the classical entrepreneur. We were kind of Silicon Valley. Most of the, you know, the billionaire Silicon Valley guys are all Gen Xers. Um, the boomers started, right, with Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and the kind of the first group. And then the next group has been the Gen Xers, and we have a good time. But we don't, um, this isn't our value. This isn't our work ethic. This isn't good enough for us. Um, this wouldn't make it as a Gen Xer. As a boomer, probably, but as a Gen Xer, it wouldn't. This is a Gen Xer's work ethic. And you Gen Xers out there can raise your hand if, you, if this resonates for you. And oh, you boomers can raise their hand too, because this is all um, generalizations and stereotypes, right? So none of these things define you guys, right? But here's the kicker. This is what the millennials have as their work ethic, right? And the reason they have this as work ethic is because they can, right? Because this is, the, this is the world that they live in. They live in a liquid world where if you're talented, you can get a job anywhere really quickly, really fast. You can work as a freelancer, right? You can make a lot of money. You can make six 
figures as a freelancer, right? So I'll end with this. So how do you manage them? You get them to have a passion for what you're doing on their terms, not on yours. And if you can do that, you're going to be hugely successful because they're unbelievably talented and unbelievably effective. And the best of them are going to go to where they can feel that passion and they can live in that center right there. And if it's not your company, you're going to lose. So, thank you. Don't miss another episode of Genius Network. Subscribe today. More information can be found at geniusnetwork.com forward slash subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about the Genius Network annual event, visit geniusnetworkevents.com. That's geniusnetworkevents.com. If you would like access to the complete presentation, the show notes, the links, and the special resources for this episode, please visit geniusnetwork.com forward slash 100. That's geniusnetwork.com forward slash 100.